I mean, if you mention the origin. <laughs> decider, baby. That's what, as it should be. You know, Perth shouldn't get to decide the origin. No, of course Don't not. Think? I think, though, it's quite that, – that was a massive result for, for, for New South Wales, 44 to 12, massive win. Uh, yeah, Fitler, the coach, really corrected what was wrong with the team. Like, uh, he, he started the right players. He brought it back in Jake Travojevic. And even – I didn't agree with him juggling um, Damian Cook out uh, for Appy Corris out of start as hooker. I thought Cook could do the do everything for 80 minutes. But anyway, they got the result. Mm. So, yeah. I and found it fascinating. I don't remember the last Perth game, to be honest. I don't remember – the other game they well, played there, which was 2019, I think, or 2018. But and uh, Tom Travojevic just blitzed them. I think isn't three it tries. amazing, though, the crowd they can pull? Oh, there's a, there's a lot of people who love league over there. And you've got to remember that there are you know, a lot of like, what, what you call the Eastern States expats. You know, a lot of people living in Perth that are, that are support Queensland, you well, the support teams. That's hmm. why they're looking to get another team there. There's talk that they may, they may, uh, Return the Bears to the comp. So imagine the, the old North Sydney no, Bears. They tried. Perth. They've tried the Bears thing again, didn't they? Do like a manly Bears thing at some point? Like well, they they merged. They were the Northern Eagles for like yes. a year season, I think, and that that didn't and work. It was a massive so, failure because they were enemies. Did it? Yeah. No, I, I think that look that that just proves that there's a there's a crowd over there that, that there's a there's an audience for it in Perth. Mm. So whether they want to explore that or not is uh, something else. It, it's it's the National Rugby League. You'd want to make it, uh, you know, I, I personally would have thought rather than adding a, yet another Queensland team, to, I thought that would have been a ripe area to explore. I know Rather's in Super Dolphins. League they had the Western Reds and everything and uh, the you know, that, that was Super League. But now I think, yeah, I think Perth is, uh, this has proven there was a sellout that game over there. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Perth was clearly on the New South Wales side. You could hear a New South Wales chant. Oh, there yeah. was blue. Massive. You noticed the Perth signs were all blue as well, just quietly. Yeah. There was a lot of New South Wales support for sure. Yeah. Listen, um, I actually don't know much about what I'm about to tell you, but someone oh. I know broadly online and and you know have dealt with a bit over time announced yes. today that they were moving internationally. They were leaving Australia. Goodbye. We're packing up. We're out of here. Okay. Going to Mexico. Wow. Now, I was thinking, where it's would like, you go? Is it an Ozark move, that one? To join a cartel or something? Or yeah, what's it could be. It could well be. But well, no, this it, person or this friend of yours? No, nah, I don't think you would. But it just made me think, like. Mexico, wow. Like, I, I struggle with it because <clears throat> I don't know that I would ever be able to do it. Like, I'm too connected to just the work things. I don't. Yeah. Like, I don't, definitely don't have enough money just not to work. So that's not going to happen. But. Like, where would you go in the world? Like, if, because for yeah. me, I often think about America. I do think about America a lot, but then I go there and I realize well, I don't think I could live there. We live in, um, yeah, it's a great, I, I, I think America, great place to visit, would want to live there. If I had to choose, put this way, if I had to choose to live in the US, I would probably choose New York over LA. Probably still live in New York. Huge, I, I actually think that's a dumb move because what you want to choose is somewhere like, I don't know Denver or Austin or yeah. uh, Dallas or you know somewhere that's got great connectivity flight wise but doesn't have the exorbitant prices of New York and LA. Maybe, maybe. you know, I'd maybe. Uh, I, I wouldn't mind uh, if I had to go back somewhere. I'd go back where I've got some family. I'd go to Malta. 
I'd live in Malta. Malta was a beautiful place. My mum, mum's dead now. Jimmy, dead. I, I don't even have a picture in my head of Malta. Malta is like, well, it's very most small. Like. It's, it's most like a combination of Italy, the Greek islands, um, a bit of Spain. It, it's got all that combination in one place. So you've been to Spain? Right. Have you been to Italy? Yeah. And the Greek islands? So it's got the sort of the coastal island feel of the Greek islands. It's got that sort of Euro feel of, of Italy and Spain. Uh, nice weather all year round. Uh, very warm in summer, which it, it is there now. Um, it is very a very dry place. So the, the, the temperature, so the climate is suitable for filmmaking. They make a lot of movies there. Hang on. They is make, Malta just make, an island? Malta's two small islands. Yeah. Really? Malta's the size of the eastern suburbs of Sydney. That's how big Malta is. How there's so many bloody Maltese people around then? <laughs> More Maltese here than in Malta. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful place, though. Very, and, you know, tourism's their number one trade. And it, they right, film a lot. So it's off, it's off of the boot of Italy. I don't even know where it was, mate. I don't even know where the, it was. Off the boot of Italy is Sicily, and then Sicily, 90 kilometres away from Sicily is Malta. And then Malta's in, in line with the top of the African continent. So it's in line with Tunisia where they shot Star Wars, uh, in line with that, so not far away from there. So, um, yeah, and they've, they've shot Gladiator there. They shot um, Game of Thrones was filmed there. They're, I think Russell Crowe was just there recently and, and pumping up the tyres for the Maltese Film Commission because it is a really good place to shoot. That, that's another – because the weather's always good and, the, and the, it, 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 there's really good shooting locations there. So, yeah, they shot Troy there, you know, the Troy, the movie with Brad Pitt. I don't think you'd know that one, Brad Pitt. Gonna, mate, why, are you, why do you keep asking such questions? I mean, I had no idea it was so small. Wow. Yeah, yeah tiny, tiny, mate, tiny. And it was, it, to give you just a real quick history lesson, it was a very, because like, Malta were British allies, right? And you see where it is in the Mediterranean. It's a very yeah. strategic position in the Mediterranean. Right. So Malta being British allies, that was where a lot of British officers and 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 Britain used to sort of launch that it was right in between the northern, the African and European theatres of the war, right? So they could e- e- access either one. Right. So during World War II, Malta was the most bombed place on earth during World War II. Wow. My dad, who was a young boy during the war, he used to tell me stories of uh, he, he, he remembered the bombs dropping. He'd say the, the bombs were like two silver balls joined by a chain. He could still remember them glinting in the sun as they were falling on 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 the on the town, and um, he he also told me a story about his mother, my grandmother, who mm. was putting the key in her door, and a bomb hit the back of her house and blew her across the road, buried her in rubble. She survived, but my dad was running up and down the street screaming, you know, crying for his mother. Couldn't find his mother. Because she was across the road, buried under bricks and 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 stuff, and they eventually found her, but she, and she survived. But uh, just harrowing time, and they the, the Germans used to bomb all the all the boat the boats, the ships coming to Malta. So there was no, there was hardly any food to eat. So supplies they were very short on. Yeah, mate, quite. A, and and Malta was awarded. Then the uh, the country was awarded. It's on our. It's on the flag. The it's the flag is red and white. The top left corner is the uh, I think it's the George Cross for for bravery. The whole country got it. Wow. Yeah. So there you go, mate. A lot of Maltese. So what, is tourism the industry or like because it can't tourism be big enough athlete. to have much health? 
Yeah, massive. And you think about its its location. It's a lot of it's a it's a really attractive location for for like a lot of British people go there. A lot of people from England go there for holidays, and right. people from mainland Europe uh, help over there. So it is it is a popular spot. Could go I, one day. I, Beautiful. I had no idea. Just... Last time I was there was in 2014. It was the week after Souths won the comp. I was in <laughs> London with Lenovo. And I thought, oh, it's it's only a two-hour flight from London. And I thought, I've got, to, I've got, I'm going to spend a week there. And I stayed because I've got cousins and relatives still still live uh, there. Yeah. So I stayed with my cousin for a week. It was awesome. Being able to catch up with everyone over there again. And mate, as I said, beautiful spot, really nice. I think you've taken a, an easy answer to the question, though. There, mate. I mean, you've just gone, you've just gone home. Live with family, mate. Go with the familia. Yeah, you, you should, you, the question should require you to go somewhere random, I reckon. Well, if, I could go, if, if, if Malta was off the table, I'd even think of going to London, living in London. Be all right. You're choosing some expensive joints. Like I look at it and I go, I assume the reason you pack up and go is because you could sell your place, um, take all the equity, buy a place with a percentage of that and then live off the rest, right? You know, retirement-wise, right? Well, you'd, you'd, if it's re, if it's for for retirement, so okay, so that that kind of changes things. If it's for retirement, then I'd go somewhere where, and if it, obviously you can't go in within Australia, so another country, you'd go somewhere like I don't know, um, I'd go to Hawaii or something to live somewhere. Hawaii would be a really nice place to live. I feel like Canada to be. I'd, I'd like to know the housing prices Canada. in Canada. Canada, I've been to Canada. I don't, I don't mind Canada at all. To uh, Toronto, that's where about years ago I went to uh, RIM Research in Motion, where you know they make the black yeah, right. I Remember going there in I think it was two thousand and eight. I think I've been to Canada twice. Um, the first, uh, well, the second time was when Stig and I went to Detroit in twenty sixteen. We drove across the bridge accidentally, and luckily we had our passports with us because the bridge went to. Canada and we just oh, drove yeah. in and then we drove out again. The bloke at the other end was like, what did you just do? And we just, I don't know, just driving back. But the first time, and I'm sure I was told this story, but in 1994, um, when I was traveling around the world with my mate Ian, I went to Detroit and we were going to go to the uh, Belle Isle okay. Grand Prix, so the, the IndyCar Grand Prix. Okay. Um, you know, because we were going all these places. We went, we're in Milwaukee, um, stayed at a place, a youth hostel called the Red Barn, which was literally a red barn. <laughs> and um, we went to the Milwaukee Grand Prix, and then we went to Detroit, and we fl- we landed in Detroit. And you know, we were—I was seventeen, he was, oh, yeah. well, I guess, eighteen, maybe. Um, and you know, traveling. This is back in the day, you know, before any communication or anything. So it's full on. Travel without an adult at seventeen in America. Yeah. Wow. We made the whole we around the, around the world trip. Holy hell! The whole kid. Um, Did you get up, mate? Did what? Did you get up to some mischief or what? Would you have a go or what? We're no. the most boring humans in the world. Really? We were traveling the world following motorsport, Stephen. So we land right. in Detroit and and I think we get That's in a cab. Very <laughs> we get in a cab and I <laughs> and I say to the bike, we're saying, you know, give them the name of the motel or the youth hostel or whatever. Cabbie just goes, no, I'm not taking you there. And we're just going, what are you talking about, mate? He's just gone, mate, that's the darkest area. You do not want to stay there. And he, what he did, he drove us past there, and he goes, we'll find you a, a better place to stay. He drove us past, goes, look at this. This is not where you want to stay. Oh, really? So yeah. I remember him driving us, you know, past, you know, kind of Motel 6-style places, and anyone that's been to the US would know that, you know, basic joints. And and we saw a shooting, 
Like, and that was enough for us to go, <laughs> mate, just, where do we go? And of he course. drove us, this cabbie drove us across through the tunnel to Windsor, which yeah. is in Canada, across the river. And we stayed in a motel there. And because, of course, it's just across the river. There was buses from the motel to the Grand Prix. And so uh, we stayed sweet. in Canada, enjoyed the Detroit Grand Prix, and didn't have the dramas of Detroit. <laughs> I didn't realize Detroit was so close to Canada. Across the river. Yeah. Wow, wow. So up there it's in Michigan. Because right Detroit, yeah, Detroit, though, it's it's south across the river. It's a weird thing. Detroit kind of, there's this uh, part of Canada that, well, um, Windsor, um, which comes up. For, and so you, you actually go north from, from Windsor into Detroit and south from Detroit yeah. into, into Canada because it kind of loops around. Yeah. Incredible. And so that was my first experience in uh so it was just there to just purely to watch the, the racing Formula One. Just watch the race, mate. Just just went to I'll see drink. the Indy cars. Did you get out on the drink of that? Have a crack or what? Mate, Did I didn't go? drink. I didn't drink until I was twenty one. Um, maybe twenty two. Uh, we went to Milwaukee and we went yeah, to uh, Detroit, and then we flew to. I'm gonna say we were gonna go to France, and we decided not to for some reason. Ian's family's in India, in India, in Italy, so we yeah. stayed in Italy for a week and a half, maybe longer, with his yeah, nice. family, which was good because it was kind of just more familiar, as you say it. Um, went go karting with some of them, and then we went to London, and we stayed again. This is before the internet; you can't look at a map. We stayed in Oxford, and and again, how do we get to Silverstone? It's not close. At all. It was very uh, hard. We had to find a bus that would get us close. You were 17. Yeah. What did you do on your HSC that year? No, I did my HSC when I was 16. Oh, you did a year early? What do you yeah. some kind no, of well, I, started, I started school early in, in, well, in Queensland. Uh, formative years. So I turned 17 <laughs> after we finished the HSC. Wow. I turned 17 the year just before the HSC, the start of the year, February. Yeah. Yeah, well. Well, Jacko will turn 16 at the end of year 10. Yeah, Jacko will be like you. He'll turn six, 17 at the end of, of year 11. Okay, yeah. So just he'll turn 17 just before he does the the year before he does the HSC. Yeah. Just before. Yeah, he'll uh, finish. The only traveling I was doing was on footy trips. We'd do our footy yeah, end of season. Well, I mean, that's a whole other situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I and like when I was 17, we'd also go on like school camps and stuff. School camps and yeah, just I've still got a little book pictures, of, mate. of like notes from that trip. I don't know, notes. just little, little I don't know, just who, who had written postcards to and stuff. No, uh, no, just like during the trip, this yeah, like who had ticking off boxes, who had sent a postcard to because I remember that's too. Oh, just Did friends back here, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, so I remember I was sending postcard to my mum and some friends from school, and Ian. See, I lived on the Central Coast. He was still in Griffith, and I remember Ian's mum saying, "No, no, don't send me, don't send me a postcard." And I'm like, "Mate, you got to send her a postcard. Like, you can't. We're gonna be away for like four weeks. You, you can't not send your mum a postcard." Yeah, and postcard. I was right in the end because she was filthy at him for not sending a postcard. Ah, uh, back in the day, aren't you considerate? Yeah, I remember yeah. postcards. I remember sending. Postcards to when when I was on end of season trips when I was with South, I'd send postcards back. Yeah, yeah. So, Joe and I send them to Mikey with stories in them. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I'd send postcards back because Joe and I were together when I was playing for South, so we would we'd send some send some postcards, mate. 
I remember being on, um, I don't know if I've told this story before, being on Venice Beach with Souths. We're, we're playing touch footy on the beach. And what is this, Top that, Gun? You're playing, you're playing that all wrong, they're telling us. <laughs> so, no, mate, we're playing touch footy. We're not playing NFL. Go away. And there was those, these other dudes who had these magic numbers. I tell you about the magic numbers? Huh? The magic numbers. So what you do, you type in this crazy combination of numbers. Then you type in the number that you want to call, and it was. Oh, you have told that, yes. So you could make phone calls, well, yes, as long as you want. It was like uh, we we've all shot in a dollar each and bought the number off him for five bucks, and we were dialing away. And was I remember talking to Joe on Venice Beach for like half an hour on the public phone on Venice Beach. Yeah. Normally, you'd have to court, put the quarters in and pay, or or you pay it. You ring through the hotel, then pay your bill before you leave. Hasn't yeah. that all changed? Yeah. Unbelievable, mate. People traveling good time, today, mate. good times. Just, it's it's almost too easy, and I think that actually takes away some of the I don't know mystique of it, the fun of it. Like yeah. we had to plan and plot everything, and you were on your own. Like our, we we landed in Italy, and there was some drama. I don't remember what it was, but there was some drama. Like it wasn't we did anything wrong, but I don't know. The cops thought I don't know. I feel like the cops were after us or something, but it wasn't that bad. But it was just it was just like there's something going on here and you know you're in the middle of nowhere like yeah what do you do so Full when on. you before, before you traveled had you booked all your hostels or did you book them in advance yeah. or are you just going to turn up and and do it i think it? we joined i think we joined the youth hostel uh, association the yha and they send you a little book and you know you'd ring up or maybe no you wouldn't email cuz 904 so you'd ring up and you'd book just wow. hoping that it was all good and, mate, and like the red that. barn in Milwaukee was literally a fucking red barn. <laughs> and someone had converted a barn, big fucking thing, yeah. and it had like six bunks and then, you know, a little kitchen area, and it was in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, Amazing. I remember, I remember our, Joe and I, our honeymoon, we went away to Europe for like, we did an eight-week tour of Europe. We, did the, we had their Eurail Pass, so we had the Europe uh, Rail Pass. Yeah, we had one of those, yep. And we, we, we booked London, we booked Paris. And then we had six weeks or five weeks to make our way down to Rome because we had flights mm-hmm. to go from Rome. We spent some time in Malta after our, on, on that trip. So, mate, that was – I had the I remember I had the Frommers, you know, the, the book Frommers, F-R-O-M-M-E-R-S, Frommers, mm-hmm. travel book, Europe on $45 a day. And that was where we looked up the hotels and places to go and, like, I'd be planning out the next day, you know, okay, we're going to go here tomorrow and – if we liked the place, we'd stay for a day or two or three if we really liked it, and then we'd go to the next place. So, you know, we made our way down from Paris. We went to we went through Germany. We did Switzerland, Austria, uh, worked our way to, to the top of Italy, you know, Venice, Florence, Pisa, Rome, and then yeah. went spent a couple of weeks in Malta. And then on the way home, we spent a week in L.A. We did a week at Disneyland and Universal, and, and that was unreal. Eight weeks we spent away. Pretty solid. And then when I landed, it was early because we left in November 92. It was early 93, mm. January 93. The day after I got back, I started writing Mario's book, you know, Personal Best, his, his biography. Mm. I wrote that on just fresh off my honeymoon, wrote it in eight weeks while I was still working full-time at the telly on the sports, in the sports department. Wow. Boom. There it is. Pumped hey, see, when we good. traveled, I remember having my little Casio, I've got it here somewhere, my little Casio organizer, which had all my phone number and stuff in it, and it had a 
a card you could put in it, like a like a memory card. So you slide in it, and it was a translator. So you had choose a language, and it was like where is the train and all that kind of stuff. Because these days, again, you take yeah. bloody Google Lens and you just put it up to a sign. You can read the frigging thing. Incredible, isn't it? Traveling today and traveling that forty years ago, different story, isn't it? Thirty-five yeah. years ago, thirty years ago, amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, a lot of people take that for granted, eh? Being able to do that, all, all that, just everything's at your fingertips now. Organising yourself a lot easier. The, tool, the travel industry is a lot different now, isn't it, than it was before? Wow, well, I man, incredible, mate. incredible. Yeah. Good times. So yeah, I uh, So where would you where would you go? Did you answer this question? Where have you answered this for yourself? Where you would leave, you live in the world? I, if you I do think I would. Part. I would see. For me, it's about property price. It's about going. Okay, well. I mean, I'm not going to get out of this with, you know, that much. Like if we're doing it like now-ish, you know, I've got to find somewhere that's you know, essentially cheap. You know, it's only two things for me. It's just got to, you got to find a place that's not horrible, but nice home for cheap, but it has great connectivity because well, I would still need to be fully connected to the world. Of course, but, yeah. I mean, Canada's probably as good as I'd get. I just can't see me, see me going anywhere in Europe. I, is this too- is that the proviso that you were there to you're going to sell up and retire? Like, is that the idea? Or are you going like to that's working? the concept. Is it's like we're you know we're we're leaving we we're leaving Australia behind, right? I'll definitely go to Malta then. Malta, mate. I'd be able to buy a nice place in Malta. <laughs> I still have everything here. Be able to buy a place there. Mm. Just relax, mate. And then and then the good thing about it is that Europe's just on your doorstep. If you want to go to Italy, it's an hour of flight away. It's like us going that's to Melbourne, thing, right? That's yeah, the like thing. Everything's there. You want to go to London, it's two hour, two and a half hour flight away. It's not mm. like everything's far away where we live. You know, Australia's far away from everywhere. So my relatives. Well, that's, why, <clears throat> that's why some parts of America are fascinating. Like Denver, Colorado, it's not fully in the middle, but it's, you know, yeah. it'd be a couple hour flight to LA and, you know, maybe. Uh, our ex Telstra mate, Dougie McDougal, still yeah. live in Denver. Yes, he does. He's and made a good life for himself there. Seems like a nice knows. place. Yeah. Bloody oath. Yeah. Yeah. So you'd live in one of the flyover states. Is that what you're saying, mate? You live in the middle I of I think somewhere? so. Yeah. Because I, I can't see myself in LA or New York just price wise and hectic wise. It's just madness. Yeah. You know, my friends that used to live in New York, Mike and Joe, yeah. you know, Mike and Joe Morrison. Yeah, they moved. They, uh, they moved. Well, they were in New York. They used to live in Santa Fe. They moved to, to, to Texas. Now they're back in New Mexico. They're back in Santa Fe. So New had, Mexico. Uh, yeah, New Mexico is where Santa Fe is. Where even is and New Mexico? That's where, uh, that's where George R. R. Martin, the author of Game of Thrones, lives in Santa Fe. And I remember my mate Mike, who's it's his birthday today, by the way. I sent him a happy birthday on Facebook. He was telling me that at his local cafe, he'd see him all the time, George R. Right. R. R. Martin. And I'd, and I'd say, mate, next time you see him, can you tell him to get a fucking move on and get it right to finish his book? Hurry up. <laughs> Hurry up, get the next Game of Thrones book out. What about there's a Las Vegas in New Mexico? Like, what? Why would you? Why would you name any other town Las Vegas? Las Vegas. <laughs> Isn't there a? There's, is there a? I know there's a Brisbane in San Francisco. Brisbane yeah. is in San Fran, near, not far from where Candlestick Park used to be. There's That's where over Abel, there. Abel used to be in Brisbane or Brisbane. They called it in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Abel was there. Well, there's a oh, London in Canada. As well. <laughs> It's just uh, it's just up from uh, Windsor, in fact. I bet. You're on New Google Mexico, over. that's where Albuquerque is. There's, that's where Breaking Bad set. There you go, mate. There you go. Yeah. 
It's also isn't See, that weird? Like that's the thing about America. I think maybe my view of America is tainted by LA and New York or something because maybe there's some really great. What places. about what about for you if you're thinking America? What about Seattle? Up there near where Boeing is, Microsoft, yeah, yeah. Seattle wouldn't be bad. Up wouldn't there. be bad. All the Twilight movies were set as well. Seattle. All the Not really interested in that, but okay, good. Good on you. But um, what about <laughs> it might also be too cold up in Seattle? I reckon Austin would be good too. Austin's a pretty high tech town. Austin's pretty. Yeah, good. I'm a, I mean, there's well, something, and again, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a bit. Bit. It's a great joint. Good yeah. food. You need a lot of barbecue while you're there. Mate, I would oh, become 300 great. kilos. Oh, me too, mate. I would as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, apart lot. from its its redneck reputation, I don't mind the idea of Texas. Texas is awesome. I love Texas too. You're on the Mexican border too, so you can sort of dip over the border. What do you reckon? Uh, oh, what do you, you reckon, Austin? Oh, let me look. I'm going to look at property prices in Austin. I reckon Austin. I reckon property prices will be high there because a lot of tech, a lot of tech companies are there. A lot of oh, lot of tech okay. entrepreneurs. I reckon it'd be it'd be like San Jose. It'd be sort of like like one of those places, like Silicon right, Valley. Okay. I reckon that'd be up market. Yeah, it doesn't look it doesn't look amazing in terms of uh, value. At a Waco, Waco, yeah. <laughs> Waco, Texas. Jeez, isn't it funny how the, you remember names based on events based like that on was news events? Big. Yeah, yeah. Like there's Waco. places you, you would just never live. I could never live in Waco because it's like you kidding me? Kidding? Yeah, dude. Yeah, so many. Or I tell you, a really good joint in America, uh, yeah. New Orleans. Louisiana. Yeah. Sensational joint, New Orleans. Really? With, yeah, it's got the French Quarter. You but I feel like it's sensational to visit, been... but not to live. Oh, mate, I don't know. It'd be. I remember going there on a footy trip, and that was amazing. Bourbon Street, the French Quarter, right on the banks of the Mississippi. Really mm. nice place. Florida, go to Florida. Go visit what Jerry. What am I, Del Boca Vista? Del Boca Vista, we're in there. We're going to be on the on the shuttle football court. We're going to be everywhere. <laughs> but now Florida's got Disney World. It's got all of the, all those attractions yeah. there. Good weather all year round. It's kind of the Gold Coast of America, isn't it, Florida? Yeah, for sure. Wouldn't be bad at all. Miami, Miami would be good. Miami, Miami not bad. But yeah, see, Alabama, like Miami. that's sort of bad boys. You know that movie, Bad Boys, with Will Smith. That's in uh, Miami, Miami, Florida. What's gonna do? I don't know. Right, that'd be a pretty cool place, Miami. You know where well, I have where, where it sounds also cool. Hey, Boston. I've been to Boston. Great joint, Boston. Problem is, you're at the far side of one one end. Like you know, you, yeah. that puts LA right. you know five and a half six hours away. Yeah, it'd be really cold. Boston's north of New York. It's way up top there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the car. <laughs> you know, they have a get the bar. Go to Harvard. Get the car. Remember we did Goodwill Hunting. Yes, <laughs> that was that was yeah. tragic. Well, what about this? What about you go North Dakota? I'll go South Dakota. <laughs> what's North Dakota got? The um, the is it the what's what's the the, the presidents in the oh, mate, grave Mount Rushmore? Is that in North Dakota or South Dakota? Know, just looking at the Google map, like it looks like it's got nothing. Like literally, every other state there's like you know a big town. There's nothing in North or South Dakota. What about Memphis, Tennessee? Or Tennessee would be all right. Memphis, I'm actually blown away. 
seriously, North and South Dakota, there's nothing. Mm. It's just you know, big There's that movie with Tom Cruise, The Firm, based on the John Grisham novel, which I'm sure you've never seen. Um, mm-hmm. That set in Memphis. That's pretty good. Where's Memphis? I'm, I'm trying to find it on a map. Tennessee. Tennessee, sort of mid and south a bit, sort of two two thirds of the way across and south a bit. I think. I see. Uh, I see. Oh, is it in? Sorry, Tennessee it's is the state. The state? Yeah, Tennessee's oh, okay. a state. Yeah. Yeah. Nashville. There you go. I can't see. Well, Memphis. There it is. Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, it's right on the border of Arkansas and Mississippi. Arkansas. There you go. Mississippi. I've been to Louisiana. No, I've been, sorry, I've been to Kentucky. Was that in Louisiana? Kentucky? Where's Kentucky? That's south as well. Hmm. Kentucky is, uh, I've been there. Really big uh, horse racing industry in Kentucky. A lot of horse studs and stuff. They have the Kentucky Derby. I'm still just largely fascinated by how just useless North Dakota is. Um, And I've just Googled it. The The largest city in North Dakota is Fargo. With 126,000 people. Oh, okay. Have you watched Fargo? I've seen the first series of the show that was on you've, SBS. You've never seen the original movie, have you? You've never seen no. the movie. No. The movie's fantastic. Do you know, Stephen, we do a show called The Best Movies You've Never Seen? I know. That's going to be on it. Yeah. Oh, is it right? Fargo. What about that? The the tenth, wait, wait, for the 10th largest city in North Dakota has only 10,000 people in it. Well, that'd be property price would be, be decent there, would they? Or there's no be... one there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm I'm blown away by that. You think about how big America what, is population wise. What are we at Nevada? Living in Nevada, so living in the suburbs of Vegas, not in Vegas. Mate, out I'd Vegas. do that in a heartbeat. Vegas would be good to live in Nevada. That's a happening place. Again, yeah, obviously, because you know, we've, we've, how many cabbies have you seen, Uber drivers you talk to? They all say, Oh, no, the, the strip's just for tourists. The locals live out in the suburbs. Yeah, that's They're right. Yeah. Strips for tourists mainly, mm. or if you work there for workers and stuff. But I reckon living in the, uh, in the suburbs of Vegas would have you right? Just to reckon- circle back, uh, North and South Dakota are the 47th and 48th most populated states. So, Right uh, down the bottom of the list, um, with only Alaska, Vermont, and Wyoming behind them. There you hey, go. Well, where's Yellowstone? Let's live in where Yellowstone, Montana, it's California. Oh, yellow. Oh, that's um. Uh, no, no, I you meant Yellowstone National Park. No, Yellowstone National Parks in California, I know, but you live in Montana. Mont. Uh, uh, where's Montana? Is that a state, Montana? It is too. Right. Okay. This oh, is a like great, that. great geography lesson for our listeners today, isn't it? It's great. Yeah. It's just, we're just Googling American states. What great entertainment. <laughs> oh, well, we're here to keep each other entertained, not everyone else. Just tweet <laughs> us. Let us know where you'd move to. Yeah, would you move? Well, I'm going to do some investigation. Oh, hang on. So here's the thing. Montana. You'd want to move somewhere where it's good weather all year round, laid back lifestyle. If it's I don't mind that, the idea of snow. I just don't want tornadoes. No, uh, I don't want snow. It's got to be somewhere nice. You know, go to Bora Bora or somewhere like or, you know. Well, I'll go to the Maldives if I'm going anywhere. Yeah, the Maldives or, or the Caribbean or something. Somewhere that'll be nice all year round. I don't know. I don't mind the idea of Montana. Go to Jamaica, man. Join the <laughs> bobsled team. 
Hey, Mo- Mo- Montana is just next to North Dakota, so you know, it's no real issue there. <laughs> when I say just next to you, that's like saying Sydney's just next to Brisbane. Yeah, right next to it. We'll go to Yellowstone. We'll go to Yellowstone. Get a job. Get a job. We'll be we'll be cowboys on John Dutton's ranch. Can you imagine in ten years when my kids are all looking after themselves and doing their own thing, and we're still just flying? We'll just pick up and go. You know what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's do it. And we'll just go and do a week of shows in Montana. <laughs> why not? Mate, that's, I don't plan to give up anytime soon, so why not? No way. We can do it easy, mate. Easy. All right, Stephen, a big week ahead. Um, I don't yeah. know nothing on, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Origin decider, mate. That's the main thing. That's in Origin two weeks. Decider, just calm down, mate. Well, it'd be nice to get there. It'd be nice to get up to Brisbane. Suncorp, Suncorp Stadium. It'll be a massive win to the Queenslanders. I think so. I think it'd be good to be there. You sell out for sure. It's probably if it isn't already a sellout. It'd be good to yeah. be there. I'm Quite leaning on the PR people and sponsors to see if they can get us up there. <laughs> you do that. Look, mate. I've, got, I've got messages from a few of our, you know, few of our tech friends, and uh, I said, "Oh, great! Can you lean on some of your clients to get us up there for the game?" They're going to say, "We'll see what we can do." Yeah, I mean, you won't hear back from them. Well, all right. See what happens. See you on um, Wednesday, oh, Thursday for the, for the great podcast. Yes, you will. Take care, See buddy. You. Goodbye.